Hi there, you're listening to Commissioning Conversations, the podcast brought to you by Broadcast Intelligence. Hi, I'm Alice Redmond, a Senior Media Researcher at the Commissioner Index, and today I'm joined by UK TV's Head of Scripted, Pete Thornton. Pete oversees all of UK TV's scripted output, covering Gold, Dave, W and Alibi. So, hi Pete, how are you doing? Hi Alice, yeah, I'm good, thank you very much. How are you? Yeah, very well. So, just to jump straight in, how are you and the drama team finding working right now? Well, we're, I think we're quite fortunate in a way compared to some because in scripted, of course, you know, a lot of the work is is reading, uh, unsurprisingly. So, you know, it's, I'm using this, trying to see this as an opportunity, frankly, to get involved in my inbox and clear out all the scripts that I haven't managed to get to in the last couple of months and before, to be honest. And I think so as a, as a team, both in you know the, the comedy team and the drama team, we're just really doubling down on reading time. We're relatively fortunate in that we can develop effectively on Saturday our desks so you know so it's an opportunity really to to really crack on and are you still receiving new pitches at the moment still open to new ideas yes absolutely you know i've actually been you know all the people i've been speaking to the last kind of five weeks we've been you know briefing out as usual absolutely nothing changes you know we still have slots to fill further down the line when we come out the back of all this and this is a really really good time for me not only to be developing new projects and thinking creatively about what we can do you know when the opportunity arises but also we have the added bonus of shows that we've had to put on pause you know those scripts can still continue being improved and refined and hopefully made more dramatic and more comedic and, and so that's you know shows that we not saying we ever go into production when things aren't completely ready um, but you know some Sometimes you feel you could have done with another couple of weeks of, of scribbling away before you actually make the show. And so there's a good opportunity here to really dive into those those shows that we already in, were in pre-production for and just enjoy spending a bit more time shaping those shaping those those scripts. And what are you looking for in both comedy and drama across the channels at the moment? Nothing's particularly changed. You know, the the briefs are for Dave and Gold for, for, for the comedy side of things. We're looking for more three by 30 minute mini series, which is how we've always kind of launched our shows. We tend to launch with a, a small a run of three. And then if we if the show works, we'll bring it back for six. Um, so we're still, that's really always the, the bedrock of, of our comedy commissioning. And we, we do work in different areas and different formats, but that's not going to go away. We're still going to want those half hour series and we're still going to be looking for volume. We're still going to be looking for returners. So for Gold and Dave, I'm looking for those kind of shows. But we're also exploring more, as I think I've said before, you're exploring more the option of doing 90 minute one-offs. Um, it's something we've done successfully uh, on Gold recently with Johnny and Sean's Charlie Buttons, uh, Murder on the Blackpool Express franchise. So that's worked really well for us as a sort of annual 90-minute treat. And we've been thinking about what that sort of show might look like on Dave. So what's the Dave equivalent of those sorts of things? And that's generally a sort of a, a, a funny spin-off or a, or a fresh take on quite a well-known genre. So obviously with the Echo the Christie shows, with uh, the Johnny and Sean shows, it's a comedy whodunit. You know, so we're looking at you know what are the other areas we can explore on Dave, and it might be you know a comedy heist or it might be a comedy horror. You know those sorts of things where we can introduce the show in an area that the audiences are familiar with, but then we then we do something original and different and fun with it, and that obviously hopefully gives us the you know the spin that we're looking for. Um, so we're looking for that, and obviously we've had success recently with Red Dwarf on Dave in that way of 
you know, taking a show that's obviously much loved and has been going for a long time, but looking at the format for that and saying, well, you know, rather than just another six part series, what else can we do that's going to make that show feel fresh and different and make it an event? And so the we spoke to that team, you know, a while back, obviously, and talked to them about the possibility of doing a Red Dwarf kind of TV feature. Uh, and they really embraced that and they loved that idea giving you know to bring it back after a few years uh, and give it a different angle and and of course playing at that length we were able to access some high-end tax credit money so they had a bit more budget to play with and obviously you need that if you're going to do a show a version of a sitcom that's that's more ambitious in terms of story that's more ambitious in terms of the visuals so that gave that show a sort of a fresh impetus in a way and, and after you know two weeks into the consolidation it's up over two million viewers so that's a huge that's a huge hit and, and i'm really happy that show's done so well for us so so yes the the for dave and gold those are the options and we might start with a 90 minute and then spin that off into you know half hour shows after that we're certainly looking at that as a shape and using the sort of 90 minutes as a sort of super pilot if you like a really good opportunity to establish a show and then turn it into a series or you know there's other formats going back the other way you know where you where you might start doing like with red dwarf you start with half hours and then tries to do a, a big event so that's kind of ongoing and with drama we are you know we're obviously at an earlier stage of our adventure with drama we've had traces which went out an alibi at the end of last year and uh which is philip collie cousins my commissioners for drama it's her first kind of swing of the bat she's absolutely smashed it out of the park with that so for that show to rate over a million on alibi and pay for a new you know our first commission onto that channel was really exciting and and, and you know so we're we're massively buoyed up and that's given us a lot more confidence and we're very excited about the next show that we have coming down the line for for alibi which is we hunt together coming out in may so not long to wait now end of may so we're going to continue uh commissioning and continue our search for those kind of slightly you know what we would call reputational shows that we can get really really get behind that are serialized and probably slightly darker than some other shows that we might be looking at. so rewarding complex you know very high production value those shows you know if traces has given us you know we tried that and that clearly worked so we're going to want to do more of that um we hunt together as a, as a slightly darker tone even than traces and be really interesting to see how that alibi audience react to that i'm dead excited about it and it's just brilliantly shot i think and brilliantly brilliantly performed and produced but it's it's a it's a different flavor again it's, it's really lovely for us you know we don't do so many commissions that we can that we want to just do the same thing all the time every time we want every time we do something new we want to try to push into a slightly new area we want to try to always be pushing at the boundaries of what we think we can get away with and and trying things you know um and that's sometimes not you know, it's not all, not only going to work but it's exciting for us to offer up things that our audience not that aren't going to kind of really freak them out and that they clearly don't want but but you know things that you know when i was at the bbc remember the phrase that there was that was kicking around there a lot was you know how do we surprise and delight our audiences that was the mantra and i always thought it was a really smart phrase you know to surprise and delight the people that are coming to your channel and you're going to do that by offering them things that are you know within the wheelhouse of what they expect but aren't exactly exactly what they expect and so that's a really nice way to be working and one of the great things about being being here really and how do you separate a comedy pitch from a drama pitch? What would you say makes something a pure comedy rather than a drama with some funny bits or vice versa? I guess with a, well, with a, you know, with a, with a pitch, it's, it's hard because there aren't many pitches that are hilarious. Um, that's a famously tricky thing to do. Uh, you don't necessarily want them to be hilarious. You just want to hear what the show is about. But, but the short answer to that is 
you know, a, a comedy show will have less narrative. The, the emphasis isn't on story as much as it is on a drama. So in a sitcom, you know, your your situation is constant and your characters evolve maybe slightly over series to series. But generally, you take your audience on a journey from point A to point B. And at the end of the series, everyone's back, everyone's reset back to where they were. And there's that famous kind of Seinfeld mantra of no hugging, no learning. You know, no one ever learns anything and no one ever, no, no one ever gets better at anything. They're still as useless as they were before. So, so in in comedy you're really focused on character and jokes so there isn't time for narrative and actually you know most sitcoms the plot is you know Gemma thinks she's pregnant hilarity ensues that that's a comedy <laughs> plot line uh, that'll last you half an hour uh, whereas in drama of course it's much more focused on the narrative so people are looking for a proper story you know and again obviously character is really important pacing is really important tone is really important but obviously it's much more about the narrative in a drama pitch in terms of when people are submitting ideas or scripts to you, obviously there's some very distinctive tones for each channel. What would you recommend to someone who is unsure about which channel this should be pitched for? Should they write on pitch with a specific channel in mind or are you open to a more general idea that you can help almost fit to a channel? That's a good question. I'm, I'm really happy to take ideas without them necessarily being channel specific because, you know, things change rapidly all the time and, and, you know, a brief can go slightly out of date if we're asking for a show that's in a particular area and then we happen to commission one and then we get another idea in, you know, a week later, then that person's not going to know that we recently scratched that itch, as it were. I mean, you know, gold will always be, you know, tonally will always be a, a, a mainstream, multi-generational channel which needs to appeal to a very broad audience. That's never going to change so we can't do stuff that's too hard hitting there we wouldn't do shows with particularly strong language there but we can do shows that you know where people talk normally and there's a there's a bit of language you know we don't it's not completely sanitized and that's something that i think maybe some people wouldn't know that goals become a little bit more you know a little bit harder age a little bit less pure mainstream perhaps in the last couple of years dave is a is a completely different tone in a way there we can be much more risky we can be much, we can embrace that sort of content uh, which we definitely wouldn't try on gold much more and enthusiastically w is another channel where you know with flack that's a show that definitely doesn't pull its punches got some pretty hard-hitting storylines and some pretty strong language and that tone you know works very well on on that channel you know it's it's, it's not necessarily what you would expect to see but it's certainly landed and done a great job for the audience there so i mean alibi is is an older skewing channel than w still very female focused still 60 40 female focused and again you know that audience probably aren't going to be at home to too much um in your language or or you know too the content that's too strong but again you know we hunt together perhaps pushes the envelope on that be really interested to see how that goes you know it's perhaps a little bit more ambitious in those areas than other people might be expecting you know, a lot of the content that that we buy into alibi is that sort of softer crime you know father brand death in paradise I and mean, the audience love that but they also you know people just love to be told good stories and i think we can serve that audience very well by not by, by trying not to replicate things they've already got and obviously you're still taking pictures still doing lots of reading but production at the moment is on hold for nearly everyone do you have anything upcoming that you might be planning to adapt to be coronavirus friendly to use a term that i've just made up <laughs> Um, yes, the answer to that is we're not in scripted. Uh, we have discussed it, obviously, and we've considered it, and we've knocked a few ideas around. The problem for me, particularly with that, is really just turnaround time. You know, for us to write something, record it, cut it, um, get it to a stage where it's ready to go out. The worry for us is that it would be we'd be behind the curve. You know, this is a very fast-moving situation. And also, I think to a certain extent, from in terms of scripted, scripted comedy or drama 
you know, I think people are getting an awful lot of Corona uh, information through the news and, you know, we're not lacking in, in um, focus on the, on the virus at the moment. So in some ways, I think people are looking in terms of their entertainment to the opposite of that, to be taken away from that and to escape from that to a certain extent. There's quite a lot of talk around in the industry at the moment about escapist fare and about the shows that, uh, that have been in the schedule that are, you know, more naturally heavily on the escapist front and how well those shows have been doing. And I think um, that's not to say people want incredibly light comedy all the time although it's working very well for us um you know people just want to be taken out and of themselves and to be distracted for a bit i think and i, and I think that's tricky to do um even if we could practically do a lot of shows and mount them effectively in lockdown i think tonally uh, it might be tricky for us do you think that as a response to kind of what's happening and what will happen in the future your general strategy may alter slightly with what you're after maybe once lockdown ends yeah, that's, that. that's another really good question. Um, it's possible, isn't it? I don't know yet. We're, I think it's too early to call that. We, we're going to need a little bit more distance to see how the world feels once we're at the back of this we're still very much in the thick of it i think there is a you know logic dictates that there's a good chance that people might want to have lighter shows that maybe we'll see a boom in you know more full-on comedy so you know the, the the fashion recently in recent years has been for more narrative comedy which is terrific and and has all sorts of advantages for us as a, as a broadcaster in terms of it actually allows us to perhaps look at working with other broadcasters because you know the narrative is higher in the mix and the jokes are less prevalence so that whole problem of us of us being able to work with americans for example who don't show us sense of humor um, is is perhaps not quite as serious so i'm really excited about narrative comedy in that sense and those avenues that it opens up but i wouldn't be at all surprised if people were saying do you know what we'd like to just have some slightly more heightened shows it's not something that we are looking to do you know, we're not adjusting our commissioning brief right now um to do that but um but it's certainly something that you know we're very alive to and I like to think we're pretty on the button. We've got a very, very good research and insight team, UK TV. You know, we've got a we, we've got a, a pretty good bunch of people who are who who are monitoring these sorts of things, and we talk about it all the time. We we t we keep in touch with our audiences all the time. We try to really be on the front foot in terms of where their tastes are going, whilst at the same time, as I say, trying to do things that slightly surprise them rather than just give them exactly what they say they want. What is the best way to pitch to you and the UK TV scripted team? Well, you can always pitch to me direct. I have a team of people that help me. Obviously, Philippa Colley Cousins is in charge of the drama commissioning, and she has a script reader who works directly into her. So she tends to share her script reading duties with him. I have a script reader who works with me in comedy, and obviously, then we have other people who work who man the sub submissions UK TV submissions uh, portal, which is where a lot of stuff comes in from. I tend to I really encourage people to uh, approach us either via an indie or with, or via an agent it's quite hard for us to deal with lots of scripts that come in you know from individuals it's just there's an awful lot of stuff to read and I really really want to try to offer a decent service and I can't do that I'm getting 25 scripts a day because there is only one of me but uh, but yeah you can always talk you can always approach me direct or you can approach us through the uh, through the submissions portal at UKTV all the all the details are on our website and what do you prefer do you prefer a fully fleshed out script or maybe just some top line ideas 
I'm really happy to work from anything from a one line on the back of a fag packet saying, you know, we're having a think about, uh, I've had a funny idea about a dog. Um, what do you think? Uh, from that sort of level of detail through sort of full scripts and everything in between. So we, we quite often, you know, if something comes in, it's very, very uh, early days. We're very happy to commission treatments. Obviously, we commission scripts all the time. We are not so proud that we don't take scripts that have obviously, you know, been in development. Uh, but you know, there's plenty of projects out there with other broadcasters uh, that don't quite make the grade, but are still excellent projects. So, you know, I don't want to invite too many of other people's cast-offs, but, but you know, we've had, we've had a lot of projects come our way that have nearly made the grade because they're very, very good and they just haven't quite, haven't quite made it over the, over the finishing line with other people, but they're perfect for us. So, yeah, so the short answer is anything from one sentence to, you know, full sets of scripts or tasters or sizzles or whatever. We don't have any particular, you know, straight jackets in terms of the way we receive things. And just to finish us off, drama has been a big TV landmark over the weeks with quiz and normal people coming out and things like that. What are you watching during lockdown? What are you box setting and binging and looking forward to? Oh, there's so much. Um, there is a lot on, isn't there, at the moment? I've got a fair, I've got a fair bit stacked up. I'm actually stuck. I have to say, I'm actually stuck into a long-term project with um, my my daughter's bought a full DVD box set of The West Wing, which I've never seen. So, so we're kind of stuck into that. Um, funnily enough, uh, which is not the freshest bit of content out there, but it's great, and that's something that you know we we're, there's always a bit of a, of a battle over the um, over over the TV set. The other thing I'm really enjoying, I have to say, is Flack, which is on it's on a channel called W. I don't know if you've heard about. Um, it's on Mondays at 10pm so uh, that's one of the moments so I'm really enjoying seeing that go out as well that was a great plug to end with so thank you very much for being on our podcast thank you thanks for having me thanks for listening to Commissioning Conversations this podcast is produced hosted and edited by Alice Redman and Hannah Bowler we'll be back next week with more so don't forget to subscribe on Spotify Apple Podbeam or YouTube In the meantime, the latest commissioner briefs can be found on broadcastintel.com.